Welcome to Chase Oaks. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you're watching from. If you're here live, if you made a resolution to go to church more or to watch church more, congratulations. You are crushing it with your New Year's resolution. Uh, if it is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you so much for giving us just a few moments of your weekend. I believe that today's message is going to add value to your life and add value to your year. Today, I'm going to be talking about three daily habits to have the best year ever. Now, when I came up with the title of this message, I thought, yeah, that's cool. Then I got here this morning and I thought, I don't know if that's true, you know, and and I I just began to think about it. Like sometimes at church, we say things like there's going to be the best ever. It might not be. No. So I changed it. Okay. So let me give you the new title of today's message. Okay. It's Three daily habits to have an extraordinary year, okay? I guarantee you, if you were to implement these three daily habits, I promise you, this year will be rather extraordinary. Now, I know that we are all very inspired right now to change, because in July, we won't be, okay? But but right now, we are very, very inspired to move forward and move toward our goals. But I've often found that when we start moving towards a lot of our goals, man, it could just be very intimidating, especially when we encounter people who have already achieved our goal. I I found that whenever I put on a diet or start trying to eat a little bit more healthy, I feel really good until I talk to a person that's on like the plant-based diet. You know, they only eat grass every day. You know, like those people, like, like I love them. But they're also pretty judgmental of me. I'll never forget the first time um, I bought, I started buying these green naked drinks. You know what I mean? And, and I was like, man, I feel great. Like, this is a great decision. Pat on the back, Ryan. This is amazing. And then I walked into church. I'm drinking my green drink, the green naked drink. And then I, all of a sudden this girl goes, I go, what are you me for? Okay. Like, what, what are you trying to say to me right now? She goes, a lot of sugar, a lot of sugar. I'm like. Compared to the strawberry shake from McDonald's, are you kidding me right now? Okay, then, um, you know, I'm like, you know, every doctor's like, well, you got to drink more water. All right, all right, I'm getting more water. So I, like a normal person, go get some Dasani, some some spring water, you know, something very normal. And then here come the health snobs with their, again, okay? And they're like, well, it's not alkaline water. I'm like, well, pardon me. They're like, well, if you want to drink dirty water for the rest of your life. I'm like, are you kidding me? And last year... Uh, I ran more than I ever have ran in my entire life. I'm a basketball player. I'm not a runner. Nevertheless, I said, you know what? Can't play basketball like I used to. I need to do some exercise. Let me go for a run. I felt great about my run until I started talking to runners, okay? And then they started asking me personal questions. They said, well, how many miles did you run today? That is none of your business, okay? Stay about my life. Why are you going to ask me that kind of question? Man, you don't know me like that. That's between me and the Lord how far I ran. You going to come at me like that? It's hard to change, ladies and gentlemen. And here's the deal. Uh, this year is very unknown. I have no idea what's going to happen well, with COVID. I have no idea what's going to happen economically. I don't know what's going to happen in your career. And, and here's the reality. We can't control that. But here's what I do know. Even though you can't control outcomes, you can control inputs. And what you decide to do every single day matters. And regardless of what happens on the outside, I promise you, you can have an extraordinary year if you do these three 
daily habits. The reason I like this word extraordinary is because here's what I know. Extraordinary people do consistently what ordinary people do occasionally. Isn't that true? I mean, think about it. When your boss wishes you a happy birthday, you go, what? You, you knew it was my birthday? Uh, did you know uh, that the CEO of Nebraska Furniture Mart actually wishes every single employee happy birthday every single morning? doesn't matter where you work in the organization. We're not talking just executives. You could work on the docks, and you're going to get a call from the CEO of Nebraska Furniture Mart saying, hey, happy birthday. W- what is he doing? He's doing consistently what most CEOs would do occasionally. And so I want to give us some daily habits that are going to lead to an extraordinary year. And some of these you might go, I don't know if I can do that every day. But if you did, I promise you, you'd have a year like you've never had in your entire life. An extraordinary year. The first one is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. It says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today our daily bread. Uh, When a student wanted to understand what a rabbi's worldview was, they would ask the rabbi this question. Can you teach us to pray? Because how a rabbi prayed revealed how they saw the world. So when you want to understand how Jesus saw the world and what was important to him, we have to look at what we now know as the Lord's Prayer. And one of the things that we see in here is this idea of giving us our daily bread. Bread in in their context was very provisional. It meant a lot. It was even somewhat political. And notice that he didn't say, give me my daily bread. No, us. There was this idea of that, okay, I want to make sure that we all have enough. So here's the first daily habit that I believe will lead you to an extraordinary year. Habit number one is this. Thank God for what you do have every day. If there was one resolution that I think that would change the world if we all did it, it would be a resolve to be a little bit more content. Just a little bit more that just goes, God, I thank you for what I already have. And here's the deal. When we do this, what it does is it puts us in a position to say, you know what? If I thank God for what I already have, it actually protects us from greed. It actually protects us from feeling like, oh, my gosh, I got to I got to get more. And when we thank God for what we do have, it gives us an awareness that perhaps there are some other people that maybe don't have enough. So we're waking up on a daily basis going, Lord, I thank you that you've given me enough. And if I have more than enough, Lord, may you put that person in my path so we can all have enough. And if you find yourself watching this message and you go, man, I don't don't even have enough. You should still thank God every day for what you do have and pray that he puts you in a position to have more than enough to be able to share with others. Can you imagine If we did online shopping, but before we did, we just thanked God before. Just say, God, thank you for what I already have. You know what I love? One of my favorite prayers is found in Proverbs 30, verse 7. It says, two things I ask of you, Lord. 
Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Uh, I believe this is called the wisdom of Agur. I don't know who Agur is, but I think he's pretty wise because he's going, hey, here's the deal. Lord, don't let me get so rich, so wealthy that I actually get to a place in my life where I go, I don't even need you, God. I don't need you anymore. I'm actually fine without you. And don't let me get to a place where I don't have enough to where I feel like I've got to scratch and claw to get more and I never have enough. Don't let me get to either one of those places. Let me tell you the prayer that I pray on a a consistent basis. It's, Lord, give me enough resources to fulfill your will in my life. And if the Lord wants me to be a billionaire, I'm, Lord, okay, I, I will carry that cross, okay, if I have to. But, but it, it really isn't about a number. It's going, Lord, I want to accomplish your will in my life and whatever resources I need for that to happen, that's what I want to happen in my life. Protect me from poverty. Protect me from being so rich, so wealthy that I don't even think that I need you anymore. Can you imagine what would happen if each and every one of us Woke up on a daily basis and said, God, I thank you that you've given me enough. Can you imagine if we walked into our garages and went, thank you that they work and that they have air conditioning in Texas? Can you imagine if we pulled up to our houses and we just went, it's big enough. Got enough beds. Got enough pillows. The couch works. Can you imagine if, if, if we did this just a little bit more? Sometimes we can focus on all the things that we don't have. And sometimes we can forget, man, there's, there's so much right in front of us. We go, man, look, Lord, when we look back, man, you've always provided. And, and if there's one habit, I, I hope and pray that we implement into our lives on the daily. Oh, it would be wake up on a daily basis and say, God, I thank you for what I do have. The second habit is found. In Luke chapter 9, it says, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Take up your cross daily. A cross in 2021 is a symbol of what Christ has done for us. Uh, It's uh, something that's glorious. We can wear it around our necks. It's cool. But... When Jesus was giving the statement, it was not cool. Okay, it, it was it was a representation of what the Roman government did to people they didn't like. They crucified them. So take up your cross daily wasn't why don't you wear a necklace? Uh, take up your cross daily um, was an invitation. If, if we're honest, to die. Like. Being a Christian when Jesus was here was not easy. It's not like, hey, come follow me, was not uh, equal to, hey, come be on staff at the church. Okay, why don't you come serve in the children's? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. He's going, hey, if you really want to follow me, you have to take up your cross daily. What does that mean? It means that you and I have to find ourselves on a daily basis telling our flesh no. In other words, we are on a daily basis laying something down 
for our devotion to Jesus. So the second daily habit that I want you to implement into your life that I believe is going to lead to an extraordinary year is grow your no. Grow your no. Let me ask you this question. What do you need to say no to more? Like in your life, when you're looking at it, what's something that you've been saying yes to that you need to say no to? Is it entertainment? Is it social media? Is it retail therapy? What is it? Is it gossip? What's the thing that you consistently keep saying yes to that actually is competing with your devotion to God? Uh, you know what? I, I, for some people, I think we wish that we could just say no to something once and then like forever it's gone. So if we said no to chocolate, like that's a that's a forever no. OK, that's a five year contract. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? But the reality is most of us are going to be tempted to do something we don't want to do. Or attempt to do something we actually want to do that's very hard to say no to every single day. I, I love it in Genesis 39. We see that Joseph who is trying to be a man of God, Potiphar's wife, this is what scripture says. It says, day after day, she pressured him to sleep with her. Day after day. And he kept refusing her on a daily basis. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's why it is so vitally important that each and every one of us finds ourselves in community in some way, shape, or form. In some form of small group, a great small group series coming up, I highly encourage you to be in a group because it's going to help each and every one of us grow our no. And I wish, I wish, I wish our no's were five-year contracts. I really do, but they're often not. And there are some things that you might be dealing with and battling for the rest of your life. And the only way that you're going to win that battle is in community. Your community allows us to grow our no. Now, the first two habits, uh, they drastically change every Target trip you and I are ever going to go on again, okay? Because if you walk into Target and you go, I thank God for what I do have and I got to grow my no, that's a game changer because Target be making you buy stuff you didn't even know you needed, wanted, it just appears. How did it get in the cart? I don't even remember putting it in the cart. It just got here, okay? So it, it, it definitely is that that. You, you may not see the impact of those first two daily habits for six to seven months, realistically. But this third habit, if you do this every single day, I promise you, you will see the impact of it this week. Guaranteed. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has... A sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. So that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. The third daily habit, ladies and gentlemen, is I want you to encourage one person every day. Every single day. Uh, the, the word is actually uh, exhort in the original language. And the word exhort that is used in this verse comes from the Greek word parakaleo. Para means to come alongside. Kaleo means to beckon, to invite, and to encourage. So it gives this picture of us coming alongside one another and going, hey, you can make it another day. So yeah, 
I want you to come alongside somebody every single day. Can you imagine what would happen if you encouraged someone every single day? Some of us are going, man, I don't even know if I could do that. Like, I, I don't even know if that's, if that's fit. three, 65, encourage someone every single day. I know people that complain every day. Right? Don't you? I mean, so we're going to use our energy to do something every single day. Why not encourage someone? Um, I, asked, uh, I asked Jan this question this morning. I said, how many people are in the Chase Oaks database? Approximately nine to 10,000 people are a part of the Chase Oaks community in some way, shape, or form. Okay? Let's just say that 9,000 of us decide to encourage someone every single day. Now, for you, you might think, man, that's 365 encouragements. That's not a lot. When we all do it together, 3.6 million. Do you think we really can't change the world? Because I do. I fully believe it. I'm fully convinced that if every single person under the sound of my voice decided to encourage someone every single day, yes, I fully believe that we would change the world. And part of it is crucial that we do so. Because the writer of Hebrews tells us that there are some people that are actually walking away from the faith because they got discouraged and didn't have anybody in their corner going, you can make it another day. Be honest, I know a lot of people that walked away from the faith in 2020 because the year just got to them and they didn't gather like they used to and they just didn't have anybody in their corner to encourage them. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we could change the world. If you're watching this message right now and you walked away from the faith, Last year, can I invite you back? Can I invite you back to follow Jesus? Hey, here's the deal. I know that there's some Christians that you and I both know that make some mistakes. Guess what? I'm one of them, and so are you. Come back. God's got a plan for your life, and you don't want to miss out on it. And my hope and prayer is that, yes, that you would be on the receiving end of somebody that is encouraging one another daily, but can I invite you back to a life where you get to be on the giving end of it as well? Imagine what happens in the community when we all decide to say, you know what, we're going to come alongside one another on a daily basis and continue to encourage one another. You do that, I promise you, you will have one of the best years you've ever had in your life. Because some of us have never actually, we've read this verse a million times. We've done it not a million times. We go, oh, that'd be cool. But what if we made it practical? Yeah, I'm encouraging everybody every single day. I want you to encourage someone. You might be here today and go, well, what am I going to say? You can figure something out. You could also ask God. And, and here's, here, here, here is what, this is, this, is, this is one of my life verses. Found in Proverbs 11, verse 25, it says, A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will himself be refreshed. I've never understood it, but I've experienced it time and time again. You might be watching this message right now, and you're, you're discouraged. You're going, man, I, I, I don't have anything to, to say to anybody. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at rock bottom. I had the worst year of my life. But I promise you, 
if you will muster up the courage to come alongside somebody and encourage them, you will find yourself refreshed. And guess who's going to be doing the refreshing? Not me. G-O-D. So, I'm going to make this very, very practical for you. This is what I want every single person to do. You can pull out your phone right now. If you're watching at home, you can pull out a pen and paper. I want every single person under the sound of my voice to write down the names of three people that you can encourage this week. And then this is what I want you to do. I want you to add them to your calendar. Okay? I want you to add them to your calendar. I did this at the end of last year. I took out January, and I just started writing down names for every day of January. And guess what? They about to get this encouragement. And you might be one of my friends watching this message right now and thinking to yourself, oh, so I'm just Tuesday to you? Yeah. Anybody else thinking about you on Tuesday? I'm, I'm proud of that. Unashamed. Let's go. Why? Because we're being intentional Christ followers going, yeah. In fact, I'm thinking ahead of time. Oh, I wrote down some clients' names that I'm going to encourage the third week of January. And in the meantime, you know what I'm doing? I'm going, Lord, would you give me something that is divine for them? And here's what's going to happen for you and for me. Because here's, here's what I know about the world that you and I live in. People are discouraged. Oh, people are so discouraged. People are dealing with anxiety. People are dealing with depression. People are on the brink of divorce. But guess what? We're going to be the people that go, hey, I was actually talking to God about you. Been planning this for a week. Guess what? God has not forgotten you. And the response. Listen, I started encouraging people in middle school. I started writing encouragement notes and sticking it in lockers and nine out of ten times this is what people would say wow i needed that which led me to believe that 90 percent of all people need encouragement that's that's the stat i live my life by that at all times there is someone in my world that needs encouragement so can you imagine what would happen in your life if you were to write down three names right now that says, okay, I'm just going to start with three names. I didn't say write down 365 names, just three, okay? Three names. You write down three names and go, you know what, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, you, you just, you write down your three names and you go, you know what, Lord, would you give me something to say to them? You start making a practice of it, oh, a month from now. You'd be surprised the impact that you've made at your job. You'd be surprised the impact that you've made in your neighborhood. You'd be surprised the impact that you've made in your class because you decided that, you know what, I want to be an extraordinary person and so I'm going to do something extraordinary. I'm going to encourage someone every single day. And you might be looking at me like, Ryan, I don't know if I can do that every single day. Don't shoot the messenger. I didn't come up with it. Bible, okay? Like it said it in there. I'm just trying to make it practical for each and every one of us because here's the deal. I can't control what's going to happen this year, but I can control the impact that I put in it and I don't know about you but I'm getting my life back and pardon me but the media doesn't get to determine the trajectory of my life and it shouldn't determine the trajectory of yours either you can make a decision right now to to be a person that says you know what I'm going to be the most encouraging person in the room in fact for some of you when you're done watching this message make it even easier for you Tell Alexa or Siri to remind you to encourage someone daily. They will never forget. I promise. They're awesome. Alexa and Siri, they don't play. They don't forget. You might forget. But if you say, hey, Siri, remind me to encourage someone every single day at 830 a.m. That's, what, that's exactly what she's going to do. 
And that one small daily habit will lead to an extraordinary year. Oh, my hope and prayer for us is that we would be the influencers in the room. My hope and prayer for us is that we'd be the most encouraging person in our neighborhood. I want you to have an extraordinary life. I want you to have an extraordinary year. And I think it's available to you. I think it's available to you when when you make a decision to wake up on a daily basis and say, you know what? God, I thank you for what I do have. I think it changes the game when you wake up and you say, you know, I'm going to grow my nose. There's some things that I, I know I need to say no to. It might be an unhealthy food. It might be online shopping. It might be something. That, this is why I, I love the lifestyle of fasting something. At some point every single year, I've got to give up the NBA for a solid week or two. It's just my thing. Because I just get knee deep. I get NBA league pass. I'll be watching like six games at a time. I'll be forgetting my kids are even alive. It's bad, okay? And I just, there's just some moments where, I, again, I'm just taking inventory of my heart. I'm just going, mm, I got to grow my nose on this. I just, I got to take a step back to say, you know what? I'm trying to take up my cross daily. And Lord, my full devotion is to you. My life is not my own. And man, number three. I think we'll all see the impact of this one immediately if we all decide to encourage one person every single day. That, ladies and gentlemen, are the three daily habits, I believe, that will lead us to have an extraordinary year. God, I thank you so much for the opportunity I had to teach your word, teach daily habits. God, I pray that in these next few moments, as we sing to you, as we worship you, I pray, God, that you would immediately begin to impress people on our hearts that we can make an impact for you. I pray that in these next few moments, you would begin to give us divine words, perhaps for people we haven't even met yet. Oh, and God, I just pray that this year, oh, we would have so much contentment. We'd have so much discipline. And Lord, I just I pray that in moments when we're looking to encourage someone that's maybe our spouse, a family member, a parent, maybe someone that's difficult to encourage. God, I pray that in those moments you would open up your mouth and you would speak loud and clear through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Hey, if you want to stand with us, we're going to worship a little bit more. And I pray that your year is absolutely extraordinary.